Hey guys, welcome to Dry Peak Popped Off's Casually Competitive Valorant Podcast. I'm your host, James Graham, and with me I have Scott Finley. Hey, hey. I'm the casual, he's the competitive, as Sweat always. Lord. And uh, yeah, we've got a we got a fun, fun episode. We got a bunch of first strike stuff to talk about. Yeah. Bunch of first strike stuff, bunch of meta changing stuff. It's gonna be sick. We got it, we got we got a good good episode. First, wanna give the old, you know, the old rigmarole, tell you where to find us. You can hit us up on Twitter on Twitter at pop underscore off. Email us at contact at poppedoff.com or check out our website, poppedoff.com. I'm on Twitter at James R. Graham. And Scott is making his Twitter resurgence because he has to. And I don't I know your handle. Okay. Oh, you're good. Cool. I didn't <laughs> that, know my handle. That's how bad he does he hasn't been on it. Been yet. A minute, you know? He's uh Scott Summers Zero. That's 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 where you can find Scott. Let- so yeah, guys, we're gonna jump right into it. We're gonna talk about what we're drinking. Scott is, you're drinking the remnants of last night, is what I've, I've got. Uh, leftovers from a bit of a bender. Um, uh, actually, it's my favorite beer, to be honest. So when I was 19 uh, and younger, our rugby team was sponsored by Sleeman. So I, in my oh, youth, drank just a truckload of Sleeman. <laughs> I mean, it's not one of those things that like it was killed for you because you drank it so much. You were just no, like, oh, it's wait. like water to me now. At it's, this point oh my time, god, you know? that's I'm dangerous. Like a fish. So I'm just slurping it. <laughs> back. Now, yeah, that's what we've got. Usually we have a nice like colorful arrangement, but Scott was just like, you know, we're just gonna drink the rest of my twelve pack. And yeah, yeah. Well, this is like color accents, you know. Oh yeah, okay. Well, that's what we'll call it. Now, I'm drinking Jesus Murphy. I found the most Nova Scotian beer I could find. It's an Irish red pa- red ale. It is really fucking good, honestly. I like red ale. Yeah, like it's, uh, yeah. Ten out of ten would recommend. Red ale's amber ale is good. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So back to Valorant. We're gonna get right into it. Talking about first strike. We are finally seeing the dates and the prize pools announced. We're seeing some massive prize pool discrepancy. Yeah. Like the first thing you looked at this, you're like, what? So. For context, and I'm going to bring up the exact numbers just so I don't get these wrong. But I know like Singapore and Malaysia were like 5000 bucks. Turkey was $50,000. $50,000, yeah. That's the that's the ridiculous part. So, I mean, Oceania is actually not doing bad either. $14,000. 14, um, but yeah, Malaysia and Singapore, just, just under five k Thailand, under five k Indonesia, just under seven, And then, yeah, we go to Turkey and it's $50,000. So I guess if you want to be a, if you want to be a pro in Valorant, move I'd to love to know where the price was coming from. Is it coming from any sponsors or donors, or is it out of Riot's pocket? Like I I think it's a combination. I think it's a combination of Riot being plus sponsors and all that good stuff. So right? from your knowledge of like League and Overwatch and all those, how many Turkish teams are there? Because in CS we've got two, one. Uh, two. well, there's an entire there's an entire Turkish league for League of Legends. Wow, they have their entire like yeah, they're like in like Riot Turkey. They've been under the like some controversy in the past, but I mean, okay. more or less legit. Um, it's not Russia. Russia's actually like had like a ton of like corruption issues in gotcha. in, in, in professional league. But yeah, Turkey's at fifty k, and then you have Europe and North America at a hundred. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. And then Brazil, Russia, and Hong Kong and Taiwan haven't had their prize pools announced. We got dates and all that fun stuff. I'm sure like it depends on the amount of participants and participants popularity of the game all yeah. the money that's gone into the scene and stuff like that so i mean but the turkey the turkish valorant scene is like picking up like a north american roster or north american organization oxygen picked up a turkish team who which is doing? interesting yeah. yeah like in counter-strike we literally only have big big 
And they're the only church they're the team. Only team. There was one team a while ago that called Space Soldiers. That was Space Soldiers, sort of fringe. Um, okay, I know Tarek. He's like a very popular Counter Strike player who has Turkish descent. Subbed in for them once. But, okay. Uh, yeah, like the Turks like, almost don't exist in Counter Strike. That's weird. It's weird that they're making a resurgence in Valorant, or not even a resurgence, just a surgence in general, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about Overwatch and how their pro scene works with like having those kind of teams like right. influence them like just the like i don't want to call them like a like a b-tier region but they're just not they don't have the money that like north america and right. europe and like you know korea have like it's just it's just not the same infrastructure right that's right just, yeah so in counter-strike those teams left turkey and like, <laughs> yeah well, that's, and that's what happens right a lot of people just relocate because they go where the money is right there's no there's no loyalty yeah, because you go play in europe yeah exactly yeah. so i'm i'm kind of i'm interested to see how they perform because you have you have solid funding you have you have teams investing good amounts of money into those rosters. Like I'm, I'm excited to see like what you get out of those. I mean, we're just starting to see with League of Legends where you have regions like Vietnam and Turkey that are like starting to show up and like making like a name for themselves. So I'm hoping good. I'm hoping with Valorant's kind yeah, of yeah, no, that's thing, really right? good. I, you know, obviously exposure is a big thing, and Valorant I think is gonna have a lot of pull. Right, already reaches a lot oh, of those regions. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Think, but a lot better than a lot of esports, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah, no, they're pretty spread out around the world, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're doing good. So yeah, like I mean, we could talk you through the like how teams are going to qualify in North America and stuff like that. But we're just going to kind of keep an eye on it. We're not going to like beat you to death with like details and be like, this is how you do it, step by step. Fuck that, man. We'll just talk about results yeah. and have a good time and meme about it. Yeah, I'm not sure if the viewers are going to be. You know, in the qualifier anyways. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but talking about big dick money, as far as regions, we need to talk about Cloud9. Because Cloud9, like, Jack has just been taking his, like, his his checkbook and being like, here's a Valent roster, here's a Valent roster, here's a Valent roster. They, three. Cloud9. Yeah. Actually, funny enough, Big Dick Money, they're probably saving a lot of money because they just cut ties with their Counter-Strike team today. <laughs> yeah, they did. I just saw that. Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, COVID, COVID violations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was, that, was, that, was a, that was a roster that was really hyped, was it not? They were like kind of undiscovered talents, like a, a good chunk of them. But Cloud9, I think, is one of the top paying orgs. So you're saving mm. you know, 30K a month times five now. Four. One of the guys wasn't there. Okay. Yeah. Four. But still, still good, good chunk of money. Good chunk of money. Yeah. So now we have C9 White just got announced, which yeah. was the. We talked about this previously. We were talking about like whether or not the, the the women's side of Valorant would be either like their own league or they would compete with everybody else. Yeah. Right. Um, because Dignitas is the other team, the other big women's team in, mm-hmm. in Valorant right now. But yep. apparently, the C9 White roster. Um, wipe the floor with everybody. In a in a female tournament, yeah. they said someone was saying that Cloud Nine White bullied uh, the competition. Like just when you use when you use that just kind of terminology, yeah, yeah, exactly, right. So like, and Boyd tells me like there was like B, definitely BM, like there was definitely BM. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah right? like teabagging maybe. Oh exactly, right. You gotta send a message. So yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know much about this roster at all. Though, like, I mean, as it, it kind of is common in esports, like the women's the women's leagues kind of like fly under the radar. But it's the thing we wanted to talk about was whether or not they would be participating in first strike right. as as just a, like in the main the main I guess league. Like, not like there hasn't been like a first strike women's announcer or anything like that. So we're assuming that any of the women's rosters will just compete with everybody else, right? right. So 
there's a couple things that were, a couple things that we're wondering. One, how are they going to perform? Right. I mean, if they're bullying other women's rosters, how are they going to do against the rest of the the rest of the, the the scene? Right. And then two, is Cloud Nine allowed to have two rosters? Three, right? Oh, I mean three technically. Korea. Yeah, I mean there's several worlds. Like how how do you balance? Yeah, what does C nine Korea do? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'd like to know if they're gonna play with the, the, the sort of the dudes, and I'd like to know if they can play well, all they, in the same boat. Yeah. Because Counter Strike, you can't. You were telling me League, you can't. Yeah. 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 And I mean, we're like, I mean, we're kind of going with the precedent of Riot running this tournament, right? Right. So way back in the day. Samsung had multiple teams, Samsung Blue and Samsung White. Anybody who was watching Worlds in like 2014, 2015, they'll remember this. Um, and they just dominated. Like Samsung destroyed everybody. But And then after that, Riot put like a hard thing on being like, you can't have sister teams. You can't do that. Um, so they Samsung became Samsung Galaxy and that was the end of it, right? Um, so it'll be interesting to see if Riot drops that hammer early or if they mm-hmm. split. So, in, in talking about agents, um, so Riot Morello was like the, the head developer of, or more or less the head developer of Valorant as far as like balancing and all that stuff. Right. He's since now departed. He's, he's, he's taken a leave from Riot. I think he's backed off entirely. Like he just left the company. Um, okay. Run It Back recently interviewed the guy that just took over for him. I can't remember his name for the life of me. But they were talking about agent buffs and nerfs. And where nothing is official... Cypher and Killjoy were talked about being nerfed, and Breach was being buffed. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think we've talked about Breach before. Breach is a monster. Three flashes is ridiculous. He's a staple. He is, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I mean, yeah. he, he's, he's, like, he's the most, like, incredibly meta cha- uh, agent right now. And, yeah, if, like, what, is, like, how do you buff him? What do you do? Like, I wonder if it's going to be, like, in, I think he's really good in pro play, but in, you know, pugs or like, you know, more, you know, random environments. He has a lot of setup and you can't rely on people to like, oh, I'm going to flash my team in. Yeah. That sort of dynamic doesn't, isn't quite as fluid. So I wonder if maybe they'll increase, <laughs> you know, the charge up speed of his, uh, his e? alt line. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's like normal one. Yeah. That he just gets, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They maybe increase the speed of that or, you know, maybe make the cone for his, you know, Frag grenade through a wall bigger. I'm not sure what they or maybe could they do. Speed it up or something like but that. But his flash is already insane. So I think the flash three could stay them. the same. Maybe make the other moves a little quicker. Like it is hard to flash yourself in. Yeah, I mean, it's that's tough. true. It is tough. Yeah, I don't know how you balance it at all. But I mean, he's the best defense you have against ops. But ops were nerfed, so now he's just he's strong. even he's even better. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I'm I'm interested to see because I mean like the rest of his kit is pretty like predictable like it's all it's all oh, very linear right yeah yeah exactly you mostly use it to clear like an angle right yeah like well i don't want to peek this angle or if i do like you know i can send at least somebody the guy's gonna be fucked and yeah I'm not getting <laughs> yeah. A shot from it. yeah yeah but you're not never gonna get this like insane concussive like fault line thing that just catches everyone unaware because they can see it like Oh you're yeah! Only ever gonna blow your load up a fucking straight line, like it's not. Yeah, and like his alt is super predictable too. Like I mean, it lights up on the map. You see, like it lights up on the ground. So I mean, like, right. what, like I don't know how I don't know how they're gonna buff him. Like I mean, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be blown away depending on what they yeah. do. Like his alt though is insane. Like to just shoot it off and have everyone follow in right behind oh, it's it. Disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> super good at that. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the setup, the the time that it takes for the setup would be reduced. That's the only thing I could see without being yeah disgusting. Yeah, yeah, and then like game breaking at that point, yeah. right? So, 
I guess on the same note, uh, you you brought up you brought up like you know solo queue play and stuff like that because I mean with it, like we t- we t- we don't talk about it a ton, but it does come up just in like conversations like 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 uh, agent buffs and stuff like that. Right. But uh, we're getting leaderboards now, or they're on their way. They're Huge. they're coming. Yeah, which is massive, right? It's yep. it's yeah. Something I've always wanted. I mean, like you, I feel like it's important to know your position in the world and it's also <laughs> nice to know like how a win or a loss affects that and you know that kind of gives you a relative mmr or like a relative yeah. elo sorry um so leaderboards are huge and i think like it's really smart to include that well, i think we went like, on like a massive tangent about it last week basically yeah, we did. just yeah, being absolutely. like yeah about the like not having a finite number attached well to and it, right? it beats out the the idea that third parties are going to come in and, and kind of produce that for mm. you like it yeah. keeps more of that in-house I think it's a great idea. I'd be interested to see like what stats it's showing. Like, are you know, are people going to see my post game stats and talk shit about me, or am I, is this just for me? I mean, that's that's what happens. That's what happens in the league, dude. They 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 look up your name and they're like, dude, you were shit at that agent. What are you doing? Yeah, like, why oh, are you playing that you're group? you're you know rank fifty thousand at Phoenix. Like, what fuck off? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, right. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Play Sentinel. Play. Yeah. Don't don't do that. So I I want to I want to kind of circle back to that too. Do you think we're gonna get like a big sh- like a big shift with the Killjoy and Cypher nerfs eventually coming? Like, do you think we're going to see a big change? Because, I mean, Cypher is 100% every time. I just don't know what the nerfs are going to be. So what Cypher is good at is gathering information. Mm-hmm. So what do you... <laughs> what do you remove from that, right? Yeah, like... it's, it's not that his kit, like, itself is inherently strong. It's just the information he brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Obviously, at high ranks, information is, like, the most valuable thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, maybe you make the cooldown for his camera bigger. Maybe you make him not able to pick back up his, his mm-hmm. things. Um, I'm not sure. I think his tripwire is fine. I think his cage is fine. Yeah, there's nothing inherently like 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 the camera hard. could have a range. I could see that yeah. maybe maybe you have to be within a certain yardage to use to, to be able to activate it rather than like leaving it on like a site rotating off and oh, still yeah. being able to check back. Like you or... can on Haven is a great example. You know your cipher sits C, but when he rotates to A, he still knows what's happening at C, which is like That's... Al- almost fucked up because it's like <laughs> so strong. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you literally don't need somebody on that. Like you can tell by if his kit gets taken out, you're like, well, somebody's there anyways. Yeah, like, you know and I mean? you can't like you know a big thing in Counter Strike is like doing a fake. So like you know using a little bit of utility on one site to kind of pull the rotate and hit yeah. the other site. Cipher kind of eliminates that a little bit. I mean, of course, like you can still get inside and maybe get the bomb down, but he's gonna know either that you're there or how many are there mm-hmm. or like what you use to get in there, like ability wise. Like, he just ga- gains too much information for, like, virtually nothing. Yeah, absolutely. And, the, and his ultimate, too, right? Like, I mean, yeah. you can, like, you, like, even with the fakes, you you pick off the guy lurking, you ult him, and you even if they took out your utility on the other side, you know exactly where everybody's at. Yeah, I, I actually think his ult is, is balanced for what it is. Right, okay. Yeah, I think the camera's a little fucked up. I think that needs to be... That could be nerfed, mm-hmm. and I think that would be fair. But I think keep the... Tripwire and yeah, the, cage the cage and all that insane, stuff. Because yeah. like, the nerf to the cage that already happened, you know, like back in the day, how it used to make noise and like kind of yeah. show you or whatever in the cage. And now Give you an outline, wasn't it, or something like that? Yeah, and they also used to daze people. Like it, that mm. was fucked up. But nowadays, the cage yeah. just makes a little noise and you're chilling. Like that's it's that's, that's not, not impressive or anything. Yeah, yeah. Now we're getting then the Killjoy nerfs. Do you think they're like? I mean, does she really need nerfs? Like I don't, I don't know. I, what's funny is she's not even being played in pro play that much. And she's still getting. I nerfed. think in solo queue she's really good. She does provide information of cipher. She can also like kind of set up like a crossfire with her turret. 
You know, like if her turret shoots someone, they're gonna swing at her, and then she can swing on you and shoot you in the back. Yeah, like she can kind of do a lot of solo plays and her molly on bomb plants and it's pretty disgusting. I too. think she's really powerful individually, and I think sent whatever that's whatever they call that a sentinel. Yeah, sentinel are yeah, not yeah. really supposed to be these powerhouse solo players. Yeah, like I think they're supposed to be more info gathering. You know, like but but they lock down a site. They they like they yeah. and they basically make it unplayable, right? So. Or, like, you need to spend more resources than it's worth, more or less. It's definitely tough, like, but when you compare Cypher and Killjoy, like, Cypher to, like, the max is, you know, you, you, you turn around to shoot a tripwire. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, it, like, Killjoy, you have to shoot this fucking turret five times while it's pegging you in the butthole. Like yeah, <laughs> and, and it's slowing you, too, right? Like, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. doing damage, and it's, like, ramping damage. 50% slow or something. It's, yeah. You got those little bombs chasing after you. Making you vulnerable. Yeah, it's... It's a bad it's, time. It's a really bad time. So maybe... I could see her getting nerfed, but I don't know how you nerf her for solo play and have her be picked in pro play. Like, well, she's just going to be picked, like, even... Like, I mean, again, she's not meta right now because people are basically picking one sentinel and that's it right? like yeah and, and the only thing i think that people would pick her for in pro play would very much be the mollies and the alt so i mean but then people are picking viper now right so six percent <laughs> okay yeah yeah, yeah but yeah yeah some people so i don't know it, it's tough to say it's really yeah. tough i don't know how you nerf her but don't just gut her and she's already not being picked right so yeah exactly it seems so, yeah, the, the final couple points I want to bring up is two things. One, we're getting, we're getting a surge of fuck you money again with Guild being introduced into the scene. The Swedes. The Swedes, yeah. And for anybody who doesn't know, Guild is backed by Mr. Beckham. David Beckham Sex himself. icon himself. Yeah. <laughs> is that what he is? <laughs> I thought he was, okay, yeah, you know. Maybe he, not, I don't know. He's, he's, but he's popular, he's very handsome, oh, so. yeah. So yeah, the yeah he guild. I mean, I haven't really seen them in much else. Like I don't like I know the name, but like, I haven't seen the, the the organization ever. No, no, exactly. So this I don't know. Didn't really do our research about guild. We just know they're you know they're showing up in Valorant now. Whether like, I don't know anything about the Swedish roster. Do you? Right. Are you familiar with them? Well, uh, there's some some players like Draken who played for Nip for Counter-Strike. He was sort of a young talent. He did very well. Mm -hmm. um, Nip has this wonderful ability just to cut young talent and keep the boomers <laughs> aboard. So they got rid of him, but he's a fantastic player. He was insane Like when I watched him play. So I think he'll do very well. He was you know, just just hovering between Tier 2 and Tier 1 of CS. So okay. like, he was quite good. Um but clearly, the money to move to Valorant is, is tempting, right? And yeah. if Nip is going to cut you, the only other Swedish lineup in Counter-Strike is Fnatic. And they're not going to. They went back to their roots. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they'll do well. I mean, they are they're they look like a bunch of young fraggers. And that's what I like to see. Young fraggers. The Zoomer fraggers, yes. dude. Yeah. yeah. That's, always, that's always fun. Yeah. And, like, I mean, because it makes the game interesting, too. Because you, like, in that, like, like running guys who are basically... You know they're not. They don't really care about utility other than like flashes and shit like that. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna see more duelists than ever. I like right? that fast yeah. paced, like enter a site, and if you die, it doesn't matter because the second guy in trades you out. And yeah. If that guy dies, it's the third guy trades that guy out. Like, yeah, that fast style is exciting, and I think that if we see that, oh my god, yeah, it's like, gonna be fun. Viewership will be fun, and that's I think like I'd love to see the first like Brazilian tournament because Brazilian CS is hyper aggressive. So. Yeah. I'd love to see that style come come in because right now, people like it's so execute heavy. Like no one's just gonna run in anymore. Like 
I no. don't know. But I'd love to see, kind of get back to that, you know, more wide swinging as a team and just like just run and gun, just obliterating yeah. people. Yeah. Well, speaking of speaking of Brazil, like I mean, Rainbow Six is the same way. Those guys do not give a shit. Like which like that, and that's fine. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's 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 awesome. It makes for it, very entertaining gameplay. Well, and it breaks the meta, right? Like, yeah. If you're a pro and you're used to playing a certain way, and everyone around you plays a certain way, then to have some like nut lord of a 17 year old just come in and just shit on your face like <laughs> instantly, like we're talking guys with like less than like one millisecond like reaction, like yeah. just like instant head tap, like you're like what the hell? Yeah, which just happened. Yeah, and then like I mean like it's 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 fun as fuck as a spectator too. Oh, absolutely. You just you're trying to figure out how he just made that shot, and you're like losing your shit. It's it's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Valorant's good for that. Valorant, like, wide swinging and, and hitting heads seem to go hand-in-hand hand in Valorant. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, uh, I would love to see it. And, you know, it happens in Counter-Strike right now, and, and for it to come to Valorant, I think, would make the viewing a delight. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, full executes are cool, but, you, you know, you're not seeing anything new come to the table. No, exactly. They're going to smoke this and this off. They're going to molly this. They're going to flash this corner. They're yeah. all in. The bomb's down. Bumps down, and then we waited. Yeah, out. you and just then, watch post plants, and that's like, eh, eh, it's okay. Yeah, but I mean, like, let's be real. The, the the things that get the views, the things that get the clicks, is like, like, who was it? Uh, Tifu's like one v five on breach. Like he just he absolutely clutched out like a monster, right? Uh, yeah, actually, the uh, the Asian tournaments are pulling in a lot of clips, man. Yeah, like, they're nuts. Clips. They're yeah. nuts, dude. Yeah. And okay, so I want to talk about this. Um, the clashing play styles. And how we eventually, like, we want, you and I bring this up a lot. We right. want to see a world. So we want to see That'd a world's equivalent. Of, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Um, now, Reddit is a cesspool on a good day. Um, but a lot of people like to bring the idea that Korea, despite the fact that Valorant's not as popular, that they just get shit on once they come to NA and EU. That's not going to be the case. I don't think so. I think the work <laughs> ethic is just too high yeah. to get shit on. I like I, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll sit here and die on this hill. I'll die on this hill. Esports in Korea is another fucking level. You're you're an NA soy boy if you think that Korea is going to like, yeah, like just get wiped out by North America. We, we don't we, like it's, it's exactly it. We don't have the work ethic. We do not have the mindset, and Korea does. In China, they both do. They don't give a shit, man. They work their asses off. Well, China and CS, they got shit on. Okay, maybe China but, and CS. China, not Korea. Not, not. I think, yeah, it's a whole other beast. I mean, from my small stint in league, like it seemed like those guys kind of solo queued for eight hours, then team practiced for you know six hours, yeah. and then went to bed, and then and repeated. It was it. What's your career, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, and and it, you know, in a lot of sports or esports, you're not going to see the professional players also at the top of the leaderboard because mm -hmm. they're spending time in practice. But in Korea, it seemed like it was almost it's common. Hand in, it's hand in hand. Other than that guy, Apto or whatever his name was. Oh, yeah. Other yeah, than Apto. like him, like to the, those Korean guys who are practicing every day are also sulking every day and they're at the top of their craft. Yeah. Uh, like NA, like some of the top players are just people you, like who the fuck is that? Yeah, well, it's, it's these weird one tricks and, you know, guys who have like obscure play styles or, you know, guys like T1 and shit like that. Like you know? on, in Counter-Strike and face it, I'm ranked 220 or something in North America. Like I'm higher than some pros who, who just only practice with their team and don't yeah. actually play. Like, so it's such a different mindset. Mm -hmm. Such a different mindset. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And again, it's a, uh, and I think it's definitely, it's a more acceptable career choice there too. Right. Yeah. Here, like, it's like, I mean, we're definitely like, I, like we, I will say we're getting better. Like esports is becoming more. Oh yeah, it's wow. definitely more like. Look at all the 
American like football teams that are entering in with that money. Oh yeah, exactly. That's, right. That's switching everything over for sure. Yeah, same with the NBA, right? The NBA has their own fucking league, right? So we're getting there, but it's we're we're, we're like we're years behind them, man. So yeah. yeah, at me, dude, at me. I on do this. think teams <laughs> like Echo Fox are like really helped kind of change perceptions. Yeah, and then they then they then the like organization imploded. Yeah, yeah, I know. But Echo <laughs> but, Fox like, joined, and then you saw like I think it was Shaquille O'Neal like. Energy, energy, energy. Were, yeah, yeah, he like sponsored them or endorsed them or like invested. Like you know, it, yeah. all it takes is one big, yeah, one yeah, Rick, big, yeah. Rick Fox, Rick Fox was a godsend for esports. I'm pretty sure he paved the way for like you know these old sports stars with a shitload of cash to just invest yeah. capital and like make it big. So we're getting there. I think. Yeah, yeah, for absolutely. Sure. But again, in comparison to Korea, we don't hold a we don't hold shit, man. I don't think so. No, there's too much uh, of like a content. Like personality, uh, I don't even know. Like the celebrity kind of. Yeah, like yeah. Every, everyone wants to just stream and have like a fun stream and build content. And, and make money. And not necessarily like they don't care about winning the tournament because they can just go stream and make thousands of dollars a day doing that. That's just it. So many so many pros retire and they're like, I'll never go to go back because they make too much money streaming, right? Shroud. Shroud. Shroud's a prime example. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Even Summit. I mean, no, Summit wasn't like a crazy good pro, yeah. but I mean like, you know. King King George is another one from Rainbow. Like I mean, the, these guys will never go back. They don't need to. That's true. Yeah, there's uh, there's a ton of guys like that in Counter Strike that are really talented that just don't even want to go pro because they're doing so well streaming. Yeah, like, I don't know if you know who Jason R is, but I do actually. He's yeah. got great aim. He's a great guy, but his personality is so good that he makes just so much money streaming that like why would he ever go pro when he could just chill and have fun every that's, day that's just it right you don't you don't see a lot of korean streamers until they actually do retire like ambition and stuff like that like that's they're at the end of their pro career yeah but they're just like okay well people like me because of my pro i thought wasn't it a huge deal when faker like had a his first like stream. once in a oh while? yeah his yeah. first stream was insane right like i mean of course it's all it's all in korean but like a ton of like he has a ton of english viewership because yeah. it's, because it's fucking fake well right? even like in cs the europeans don't even stream like mm-hmm one of the biggest EU streamers, like, is only there now because he's retired, Pasha Biceps. Yeah. Uh, like, like Scream, who plays for Liquid and Valorant, like, he, even he only streamed once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. But, like, to watch him stream, like, you're watching this guy drop, like, 50 kills in a game. Absolute nut. <laughs> but, like, the guy never streams because, yeah. like, they're they're busy, you know? They're practicing. They're, they're concerned about winning tournaments, not about... Building, building a brand person. kind yeah. of thing, you know? So Exactly, right. Exactly. So it'll be... I, I pray we get a world so we can kind of start settling these arguments and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Well, then we can get into that regional hate. You know? Oh, dude. That's Love where the good it. shit comes from. Love it. So speaking of regions, though, I want to I, I, <laughs> I want to bring up this roster because they're like the only all-Canadian roster. Right. It's Gen G. So Gen G started strongish. They started okay. And then I don't know what happened. I think I think some of our boys got exposed. Our, our fellow Quebecois, they got, uh, you know, people people recognize what was going on. Well, if anyone watches from America, they kind of understand, you know. Do they? Well, do they? <laughs> do, they? Hmm. do they? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I guess so, yeah. So, they recently benched Effie. Uh, I guess he's he's not on their active lineup anymore. And they picked up Sean with a bunch of numbers, 12590. I know nothing about Sean. I know nothing about Sean whatsoever. Well, he's twelve thousand five hundred ninetieth. So, you know. wow, that's all we got on Sean. But we're already starting to see, like you know, changes in the roster. It was, you know, it was pretty well received news. People seem to be happy about this. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Like, I mean, like you get 
for Gen G, it didn't seem like it was just Effie. Right. From what I've watched, like it seemed like it was like a an organized like it was like it was a team issue, right? It's definitely tough. Like from from a perspective of a guy who's on a team currently, like it only takes one guy to have like a shit attitude and bring down everyone. Like you know, you kind of sink yeah. the ship, the whole ship. Um, so it's tough to say if that was it, but I think that Sean was on a tier two or a tier three team, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he beat. Gen G. So then they must have been like, well, <laughs> like, yeah, we like you. Here's we like money. you. Like, yeah. You know, come over. Yeah. So that's I, a fun. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the sixth part about Valorant too. You get these random fucking tier two, tier three organizations. They're just, or they're not, they're never organizations. Like Moon Raccoons aren't an organization. They're just a bunch of dudes that are looking to be picked up and they picked up, they just chose that name. Right. That's all it really is. Right. Um, but yeah, you, you get to see this nice, like, like swapping in and out of, of talent. Right. It's just so refreshing. Right. I love it. Yeah. No, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, like the teams in Counter Strike are so used to being organless and like looking to get picked up that like there's a there's an an MDL team right now just called Orgless. Yeah, yeah, because like, they're just they're just like pick us up. Yep, like, we'll take we, anything. We yeah, exactly. We're not like it's just so much more blunt, and I think that's hilarious. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you see, uh, yeah, you haven't seen it in Valorant, but Rainbow does the same thing. People will, they'll just go by Orgless, and that's yeah. You just get a bunch of young nutty players make a team and mm-hmm. you know, try and get sponsors from somewhere. Yeah. And now it works to just kind of circle back to Gen G because I like I and this is like a, only like a Canadian issue. We don't like I mean North America or like the states don't have to deal with this. But do you think it's a language barrier thing with these guys? They're like Gen G is a is a big name. It's 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 a Korean brand, but like I mean, uh, North America has a ton of influence with Gen G. Do you think it's the the class like a bit of like culture clash or like? Well, it's tough, right? It does is Effie French? I think the entire roster was French. Is Sean French? I don't know. I don't. I don't <laughs> think Sean's French. That's but the, uh, yeah, I don't I'll know. Check, I'll double I mean, check you think a language French. barrier between Genji the org and Genji the players? Is that what you're? That's to? what I'm more referring to. Yeah, because their co- their coach is English. Their coach is like English. It's in- very possible. Yeah. I mean, but uh, I think teams like can overcome that. Like mm-hmm. like super teams exist, and I'm sure all esports where there's many different fucking. Languages being spoke. Yeah, and they it, all just kind of resort to English. I'm sure for most. Things. That's usually what happens. My yeah, and my big curiosity is like you know, a lot of the time you have everybody talking English and that's it. But like I mean, I know these guys play with French comms, right? Right. So I mean, it, like like I mean, you have a kind of a breakdown from management, right? Like being like, okay, we don't really know what you guys are talking about in comms, and then they don't really know how to correct that, right? Because like, so wait, they have a coach that speaks English and not French, not French, so he can't even know what they're saying in the game. They talk about it afterwards. What the hell? That's yeah. crazy. I mean, that's a little crazy. If you're gonna speak one language, you should just hire a French coach. Hire a French coach, exactly. And I'm sure you could get a French. Like the French scene is so rich from like Counter Strike, you could just pay. Just bring France. somebody over, yeah, exactly. And yeah, the French is a tiny bit different, but they would understand. So. Yeah, exactly. So if for anybody who doesn't know, Quebec French and France French are they're kind of different. They're yeah, the, Quebec is just like it's almost like slang. Like it, yeah. it's almost like our English versus the UK's English. Yeah, exactly. It's the similarities. Thing. There's a lot of words that we use, but like there's also like we don't use a, I don't know. Yeah, a good chunk well, of words. Yeah, well, the expressions are different. I think that's a yeah, big thing, and the so. swear words. Are different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The swear words are definitely different. <laughs> but like, yeah. So I mean, there's similarities. Like I remember I was at ESWC in Montreal, and uh, like the t- Titan was there with like Kenny S and Shocks and all them, uh, and they were speaking France French, and it was 
different. It's it's hun- yeah, yeah exactly right yeah so well I'm interested to see I like the, I like like I mean these guys kind of have a soft spot because again they're a Canadian roster I I don't know where the hell Sean's from so maybe maybe we'll see what happens I know you can't bring it you can't bring like they have import rules and stuff like that so I don't if he's Canadian I'm sure he would already have a a small understanding of some of the words they're using yeah it's true I don't think it, I don't think it'll be anything crazy but. Yeah, we'll keep it. I'm, they're going to be in first strike and shit right. like that. They're, so we'll see how they perform that way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that kind of wraps it up for today, guys. We uh, covered a lot of shit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, like yeah. I, I know we were initially were like, I don't know how much stuff we can really break down, and then it just it, it evolved into this. Just boiled up. Yeah, exactly. God love it. So with that, guys, as always, check us out on Twitter at popped underscore off. Email us at contact at popped Feel free to fact check me and Scott on any of the shit we've talked about, or if you have you know difference in opinions, also let us know. We'd love to get into the shit with the boys. Sure. Um, and then check us out on our website at poppedoff.com. That's it for this week, guys. We will see you all next week for.